Hi everyone, I'm Sam. I'm Erica. Welcome to The Fix Podcast. So this week in local Phoenix events, um, the FCC Worship Arts presents a free open mic night of singing, dancing, spoken word, and more on Friday, August 11th at 7 p.m. This event is free at the Faith Christian Center, which is located at 2640 East McDowell Road in Phoenix. Also, Star Wars themed trivia is going down on Thursday, August 10th from 7 to 9 p.m. at Carly's Bistro. Lastly, but not least, there are only two weeks left before the Frida and Diego exhibit at the Heard Museum moves on. Tickets are $7 in addition to general museum admission for non-members. You can purchase tickets on herd.org or at the door. So on today's show, we talk about some situations that we encountered this past weekend in Scottsdale, um, some other cool stuff that's happening, some sports news, so we'll get right to it. hi sam hey how was your week (laughs) it's pretty good good, pretty good i don't know this week was interesting (laughs) what about you it was good it was too long it was like wednesday and i was like it's surely friday (laughs) not even that i was like it's thursday tomorrow's friday but i had still two more days and i feel like everyone felt that way and i don't know why yeah i saw a lot of tweets like bitch there's two days left i thought there was only (laughs) one days or like some weeks you get to wednesday and it's like okay cool we're already to wednesday and then there's other weeks and it's like wow it's only wednesday and i still have two more full days left after this and that was how this week felt annoying but it was good uh it ended great yeah i think uh let's start i want to talk about sheriff joe first okay and then we can wrap because i want to get him out of the way and then we can round back to our our weekend in scottsdale yeah we just have to put sheriff joe off top because he doesn't deserve any more than five minutes of our time a quick hit <laughs> yeah but it's just so necessary that we talk about him because it's just like a really good thing that happened um he was actually found guilty of contempt of court for all of the bullshit that he's been doing as far as ice raids are concerned immigration quote unquote what he thinks might be reform but is just racial profiling yeah um which came to a head with the sb 1070 bill that was being tossed around um he has just been the head of the like three-headed snake he is all three heads of just racial discrimination out here in phoenix and he's finally fucking caught yeah and it's like unfortunately the presidential election didn't go as some of us wanted it to go but i remember the one like bright spot was that sheriff joe did not get reelected. yes <laughs> i was like oh, okay finally something small i can cling to and so now that these uh charges have come down from the court i think federal court yeah um, i think so it's just some small consolation for you know the people that he has been victimizing for years and years and years and he can face, I think, up to six months in jail. Should be more. It should be more, but I'm hoping they give him all six months. Yeah, and they should give it to him intensity. They should, oh my gosh! <laughs> like, just yes. Wait until next summer and a do taste intensity. of your own medicine from like May until 
November was that six months yeah <laughs> and I think it's a great thing um and he was just like completely shocked he's like I don't understand we were doing our jobs you weren't doing your job get over it like come on you were told specifically not to do this to stop those traffic stops stop the bullshit and you didn't do it I know that there were a lot of families that came out um, right after the the verdict was read and they were upset too rightfully so and they were saying this isn't going to change anything and I understand that feeling for sure um, I hope that they can find some peace in this but there is still a lot of work to do I think yeah so you know get ready for that nice bunk in the outdoor tent city with your name on it and, uh, you know, if you've ever watched Prison Break, it'll be like chickens coming home to roost for some of the people that ended up back in prison on that show. They Ooh. always get theirs. I can't wait to watch that show. I need to add it to oh my, my thing. Gosh, I, keep, I like open Netflix <laughs> and I'm like, man, what am I going to watch it today? And then I'm like, I guess I'll just put How I Met Your Mother on for the hundredth time. <laughs> that was me yesterday because we were talking about like how I don't watch Game of Thrones and everyone disowns me. Oh my God, you and should. And then um, some of the guys were like, oh, well, what do you watch on Netflix? And I was like, oh, like Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, basic stuff. And so they were giving me recommendations. Like, um, and one of my other friends has already told me I need to watch Queen Sugar, but they were saying yes. watch Queen Sugar. On Hulu. Um, you Luther. have my Hulu now. So yeah. You can use it. Watch um, Luther. Sherlock, some other ones. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, they're like, you, yeah. based on like what I said I liked, they're like, you might like these shows. And so I should have been taking notes because I don't remember. They gave me a lot of recommendations and I don't remember like half of them. Yeah. You can text them. But <laughs> um, I think that you should definitely watch Game of Thrones. I think we should watch it together. But I also think that we need to watch Star Wars first. <laughs> yeah. <we laughs> because do. come on. Okay. I've seen the first, well, not the first three Star Wars, but. I don't know what number you they actually are. The the first, like the, the trilogy, the first trilogy that came out. You the, saw all three of those? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought the, you hadn't seen all any of them. I only knew that you saw, because you were texting me while you were watching, um, I think, not Return of the Jedi. Maybe. Empire Strikes Back. No, you one? texted me during Return of the Jedi. I remember I that. I saw that one, mm -hmm. yeah. What's, I don't know what the first, like there's just. I don't know. I know there's like the beginning story yeah. and then, and then like, it jumps backwards and then and they forwards. like get the next one is like, okay, now like Darth Vader's coming back or whatever. And then, then there's like the, the one that comes after that. So like the, I call it like the first three cause right. those are like the older totally. ones. Yeah. And then I saw the one, I think I've seen one of them in theaters, but that was like when I was like 13 and I had oh, Hayden probably Christensen. The Phantom Menace. Yeah. And oh, Hayden, is that his name? Yeah. Hayden Christensen. He's yeah. horrible. That I saw that one in theaters. Yeah. So I remember I've vividly, got work to do, but yeah, <laughs> but I have seen some. I have seen some mm -hmm. of them. I remember vividly watching um, The Phantom Menace at Palm Valley Cinemas in Goodyear. That's where I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because my I was 13, orthodontist 14. office was like, oh, we're going to have a movie day or whatever. So they like rented out mm -hmm. um, one of the theaters. That's And so awesome. they had like two showings for the kids that's or cool. whatever. Yeah. So that's why I saw it. I'm like, well. So I'll we need to watch those. You just have to watch them because even though they're horrible, they are still important. I tried to watch The Phantom Menace with my cousin when he like around Christmas time because he was over or something like that maybe like end of December it was so bad like we knew <laughs> yeah. it was bad already but it was so bad that like anything I couldn't we couldn't get past I think the first five minutes like Jar Jar Binks like comes out out of nowhere and you're just like this is bullshit like I don't want to watch this why am I watching this but you have to watch them so that's like a good like lazy Saturday night like waste your time watching those 
And then because we have to get to the newest one. Yeah. And Rogue One, which mm-hmm. is the better. Than- I've got to get information for Donald Glover. Yes. You so. need to like have your established, you know, <laughs> fandom. So we'll get there. <laughs> yes. Because he's supposed to be Lando. Yeah. Lando Calrissian. Okay. So he was friends, which you already saw him because yeah. he was in the original. Billy, obviously. What's his name? Huh? The black guy that played. Well, of course, he's black, oh, obviously. Billy D. Williams. Yeah, yeah. But he's. I, I remember, like, when he shows up and then he has to, like, stab. Because he used to be friends with Han Solo. Or, yes, Han yeah. Solo because Darth Vader's up in the piece, shutting shit down. I'm like, oh, here we go. And I saw a funny tweet about that had that scene in it, like, last week. And it was about how. Um, I think I saw it, too. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, you probably see, like, my retweets. But, like, the, it was because um, Donald Trump was talking about his son and be like, anyone would have taken that meeting. Or, yes, I think it yes, was. Yes. And, then, <laughs> and then it was a picture of, like, uh, Darth Vader at the end of the table. And it has all of them just, like, shocked that Lando had just, like, betrayed them. They're like, anyone would have taken that meeting with Darth Vader. Like, <laughs> I saw that one, too. I don't know and anyone so who would have taken that meeting. I was so happy that I got it. I was like, yes, yeah, I get it. See? <laughs> It's amazing. finally a Star Wars joke that I understand. Yes. So we need to get on Game of Thrones so you can understand the rest of the memes. Basically, you just have to like people in general have to understand pop culture just so they can understand memes. Yeah. That's like I'm it. going to. I know. Yeah. One of It'll guys be good. Was like, you have to watch it. You have to watch it. I'm like, you would really like it. Okay. And it has a lot of like moments of like biting your blanket and being like, oh. that's why I said I was because I was like, he's like, you don't like it because it's uh, like super gory or like kind of like violent. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that I said that would make me nervous. Like I would yeah. have anxiety watching it because I like action. I like like suspense. I mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff. But I'm like to a point and I know with HBO, they go all the way in. There is uh yeah, there are quite a few very notable even in the first episode, well, it wasn't bad, but it was like the first episode of the new season. They within like the first five minutes, like everybody was dying. Like people were just like choking. I don't know whatever she, that girl fed them or whatever. They were mm-hmm. all choking out. I'm like, OK, well, this show is rude as hell. It's like, funny. <laughs> And it's funny, too, because like being such a Game of Thrones fan from like, you know, watching the beginning, like you can already tell and it doesn't phase you. It w- I mean, it still phases you, like, because that was, like, crazy. Like, even when it happened, I was just like, man, that's crazy. But I also knew it was coming. Yeah. Because, like, I remember I was talking to that's my coworker. That's what my mom said. She was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I that was going to happen. I was talking to my coworker the other day. He's like, man, did you watch that? That was crazy. And I was like, but I saw that from a mile away. And it was still, like, crazy. But it's just be- because of everything you've seen before. But also, like, they, you know, that, like, whole, like, literary literary trope about, like, the gun on the mantelpiece if they talk about the gun in the beginning of the book that gun better go off at the end like everything needs to be to have purpose yeah and so they kept like pouring the glasses of wine to people and i was like this must be a flashback because he's just talking about the red wedding but i'm like it doesn't look right and then they kept showing the glasses being poured of wine and like the pitchers being poured i was like why do they keep focusing on this wine i don't care and then once he said i'm not wasting it i was like everybody's getting poisoned my dad's (laughs) like really and i was like yep and sure enough so i didn't even pick up on any of that i just picked up on like he said something like when he like pulled that girl up on the in front of everybody mm-hmm. and then basically like berated her. I was like, that seems <laughs> like like it just seemed so out of place. And yeah. I was like, are they working together? Right. Does she know or he know her or whatever? And they would pull the face off when I was yeah. like, yeah, see. I'm like, no, this just show is too much. I can't. Yeah. It's stressing me out already. I was it's like good. watching behind my laptop. Like, yeah, like, you need just to watch my it. eyes were visible. <laughs> I was like. 
you need to like surround yourself with like artifacts that like keep you calm like have your mom there like have a, a candle <laughs> yeah have a candle. i know i was like will someone watch it with me and hold my hand like yeah rub my lower back while i watch it because i'm gonna be like oh my god those here. things are like still etched in my mind like sometimes <laughs> See, you that's just, what like, i'm talking you about. look just like far off like you're at work you're just like staring in the distance at nothing and you're just like man remember that like that was fucked up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, so. that's I. I feel like I'll get there. Maybe I'll get there in time. It, they have one more season left after yeah, this, right? After this Maybe one. I'll get there in time for the final season. You should. You'll have like a whole year. Yeah, to catch there's up. there's time. There's yeah. time for me. Space it out. I did it all in just twelve days. My so uncle that. did that. He was <laughs> like, that. he was like, I would it'd be four in the morning, and I'd be like, I have to go to work, but I got time for one more episode. Yeah, I was laid off, and I like shut all the blinds and I watched Game of Thrones from waking up until going to bed and I'd get up again and I would eat like Subway and just watch Game of Thrones so yeah Uber it. Eats <laughs> and just drop anything whatever like your finger can pick yeah it's like that commercial where they're like all right we finished the the uh season or whatever and they're like wow it's been like three weeks and like their hair's all tore up and like their pizza boxes are all moldy <laughs> yeah. you know they're all the blinds are closed they're like dang it's like august now or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like oh how was your party last week that was two years ago <laughs> <laughs> there was a party but it was two years ago that's what binge watching will do to you <laughs> so all that to say <laughs> fuck you sheriff joe <laughs> <Yeah>. adios <laughs> Yeah, just how you like it in Spanish. Okay, so let's dive right into... uh, So the beginning, our week started last week. It didn't start with Monday. It started with Saturday. Saturday That's morning. probably why it felt so long. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, we had two extra days and both of those days were just emotionally so taxing. Yeah. <laughs> so we start, so our plan, I'll give everybody like the overview and then we'll just dive right in. But Ooh. we, our plan was to, and it was, we did this, was to get a cabana at Talking Stick um, just as like a bringing our different friend like areas of our friend group together to hang out and um enjoy the pool and dj whoever was playing um and then right before that we wanted to go to brunch because we wanted to celebrate arizona breakfast weekend and so we decided to go to hash kitchen in scottsdale um i don't have the address do you Let's give the people the real. Yeah, you can look it up while I continue the, the overview. <laughs> I remember like looking it up so many times. I want to like... drop the GPS pin for people that are listening. So we went to Hash Kitchen. They just seemed to have the best deal at the time um, for Arizona breakfast, breakfast weekend. So I'll just talk about like the food that we had. It was actually really good. Um, they had an option for like a breakfast donut cannoli. It was a cannoli donut thing, which is usually. Oh, do you have the address? Yeah. Cool. It was 8777 North Scottsdale Road. Perfect. So um, they had a cannoli donut per person, a classic mimosa per person, an entree, which was huge. Huge. You could, I, we could have ordered three mm -hmm. for a table of seven and everybody could have just like got a scoop and been fine. I couldn't even eat mine, but like the whole thing, but it was so delicious. I don't think anyone finished their food. No, I got the, um, what was it? The chili hash or something? Carnitas hash. Oh, carnitas hash. I had carnitas, obviously. Um, potatoes it had eggs on there any way you like they had like salsa verde on it 
Um, it was actually super, super good. There was like corn in there. It and was beans. delicious. It was so and good. And that shrimp Oscar or whatever that some of the other people got oh, yeah. looked amazing. Yeah, it looked similar to ours. It was some sort of hash, but it had um, prawns on it. They had uh, another one of our friends got a big stack of these, like not ricotta. They were um, cannoli pancakes. It was like five pancakes. They were huge. They were huge. (laughs) And in between, I was like, is that cannoli cream? He was like, oh, shit. It was like had this berry compote on it. Um, Another guy got chicken and waffles. Yeah. And then those were all the dishes. And the cannoli got the chicken and waffles. Uh, Brandon did. Oh, see, at the other end of the table, I like did it. I couldn't see. I just remember the pancakes. Because I was like, who got pancakes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but I didn't see the chicken and waffles. He's like, I love dessert. <laughs> I hope he doesn't <laughs> listen to this. But he's like, yeah, I love dessert. And I was like, I do too, but not after a cannoli donut and for breakfast. We're going to the club. And they were like trying to drink with it too. So I was like, I don't know how you're going to do Out this day. that Pepsi bottle. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, anyways, the food was delicious. However... Do you want to start? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we get there and the guys, for just the knowledge of whoever's listening, the guys are all tall black dudes, okay? And there was four of them with us and we get there and they're sitting at the bar. They get there before us, so they put our name in for a table. So they're at the bar and as soon as we get there, uh, the guys are like, yeah, uh, that lady's kind (laughs) of wilding out. She said she was calling us LeBron and I'm like, what do you mean she was calling like collectively LeBron. as a yeah, group? Yeah, I was or? like, so I guess when they walked in, the lady was saying like, oh, LeBron and his entourage are here or whatever, which I was like, oh, was, like, was she trying to be funny or? Yeah, it, it was, was hard like a, to assess the vibe. There was a yeah, there was like a lot of stimulants around, too. They weren't mad about it. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't mad about it like initially. I was just like, oh, I was trying to gather information. I think I was just like, oh, so somebody was being extra when you walked in here. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're in Scottsdale. So then. You know, some time goes by. We're at the bar. We then we get seated at the table. Let me describe this woman first before yeah. you continue. <laughs> Please. So we walk in, and by the way, Hash Kitchen, just you know, whatever for people who haven't been there. There's a lot of seating. There's a Mimo- uh, Bloody Mary bar in the middle. There's a regular like full service bar there that you could sit at while you're waiting and also just eat at. And then there was just loud music. It was like pop, EDM, everything was just like this mix. And there was this woman that was dancing in front of the speakers. And it was like two stacked on top of each other on the stand. She was this um, older white lady. I think she no more than 70. She looked she looked busted, but she didn't look that old. She was sprightly, but also disheveled. And she kind of looked like she was maybe... I don't know if she was drunk or that's just how she looks because I don't know her, but she kind of looks some, like someone who had taken a couple shots like right before we what got there. What threw me off about her was her eyelashes. She had on like obviously like like black, long, almost like Vegas. Comically long. Yeah, like if you're on Vegas strip or whatever mm-hmm. and you're like advertising or whatever, like those kinds of lashes. Yeah, they were was... not just like, oh, she has extensions. It was like, what is on your face like, yeah it was very- the, the kinds that like weigh down your eyelids they were like for halloween like if yeah. you think about if you're like trying to go so dramatic like costume, costume yeah lashes and- they didn't look flattering at mm. all but i was like oh my like that's the first thing i saw when i saw this lady mm. she had on kitten heels yeah but you she- know how what happens when you see people in kitten heels i've mm. already like 
what kind of person yeah and she was dressed in like a lot loud colors or whatever like do what you got to do but she was dancing in front of the speaker which is fine right but she was dancing and it was enough for like people to notice and they kept looking back and then i was like who is that does she you know who is that they're like oh just some lady i was like she's been doing that the whole time they were like yeah and then she kept like um directing people to their tables and i was like does she work here and they're like i think she's like maybe the owner's wife or something like no one really knew but we decided at the end of all of this that she worked there but at the very minimum she worked there yeah okay So, so continue so i was like not initially rubbed the wrong way about like the lebron comment because the guys weren't rubbed the wrong way like you know what i mean if they would have been pissed about it then like i would have probably been pissed about it but they were like just kind of laughing like yeah she's wiling out whatever you know they probably just were thinking like this old lady is wasted and Mm -hmm. you know we're used to this shit and so it was fine it was cool whatever and then we um we go get our table and she comes up she keeps like coming up to us and talking about i'm becky with the good hair and then at one point she even like found this other black person because there was only like five or six of us in the whole damn establishment this other black girl that had like kind of imagine like honey blonde kind of curly hair like it did look like hair that beyonce would rock like that kind of style and she pulls this girl over to our table complete stranger by the way yeah we don't uh, we do not know this person at all she pulls this girl over to our table and she's like look i found beyonce and i'm becky with a good hair and like they're laughing and at this point i'm like okay and that stranger was like she was laughing politely like how you laugh because you don't want to like you don't know what's going on but she's like i don't know what's happening she's like what's happening (laughs) and then i was like i like leaned back i was like do you guys know her they're like no I'm like, so she's just bringing black people to our table. Okay. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, that was that was really it as far as like she was just kept saying that she would just come up to us anytime there was anything even remotely like, oh, you colored people might be interested in this. It was like how it felt like I didn't know why she was so interested in like what we had going on at our table. Like, I get it. The people we were with are really, really attractive. We're blessed and have like fine ass friends. <laughs> but like I the only common seen- denominator but of all of it was just the fact that they, we were all like our table had the most black people. Yeah, I felt like it was like oddly singling us out in a weird way of like fetishizing the guys because like she wasn't really saying anything to us like as far as like the girls are concerned it was just me you and another girlfriend who was also black um but she didn't really say anything to like the three of us she was just always like focused on them focused on the dudes and it's funny too because the girls next to us there was like this party next to us and i couldn't really figure it out because there was like two like 45 year olds and then the rest look maybe like 22 23 i couldn't figure them and out and i was either. like what is the dynamic here is it someone's birthday but whose birthday and who's the mom and who's related like i didn't understand and then AJ's just like a really like jovial person. And so he like took a sip of his drink and the music was going. So he was like dancing a little bit in his seat. And the girls next to him were like, oh, my God. And it wasn't like he would look at him. It was like, oh, my gosh, look how he moves. Like, oh, my God, I've never seen someone dance like that before. <laughs> right. It was a scene like straight out of Undercover Brother and I was or something. Like what? like, what is going on? And then and then so Jeremy goes to the bathroom. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, boo. <laughs> 
So Jeremy goes to the bathroom and he comes back and the music's going again and he does like a little steppy thing or whatever. And the girls are like, Woo! like screaming. I was like, just because of how he's moving. Like, have you never seen somebody move like that before? It felt like that. The table of those people next to us felt like. I don't know what's that movie called chocolate city or whatever mm-hmm. with like the black guy version of magic Mike. It yeah. felt like we were with the magic Mike dudes. And like, those were like the girls that would be bringing their friends to like their they bachelorette were just like party having and, like, their like sexual awakening. <laughs> like, just like getting happening? their lives from their mere presence, which again, I understand. No, but like it's different. It's... But I, I'm saying I understand like seeing this group of people yeah. and thinking, this is a really good looking group of people and i understand like brunch culture is like that friendly shit like Mm -hmm. a lot of times when you go out for like brunches there's djs it's a lot of kind of like a party atmosphere so it's not particularly weird for people to interact with you i do however feel like they were doing too much right like and it was like i said like a fetishizing type Mm -hmm. thing it felt like it just felt like all eyes were on us and we weren't like we I felt like we were in the middle of the fucking restaurant. Well, right. We weren't. We weren't. Like, we were, we in were the corner. literally away from everyone. And somehow people were still like making a big deal out of what and we had going on. And the only people that weren't were the servers and they were all Hispanic. <laughs> so they were just like, I'm <laughs> right, trying they to were just pay like, my Are rent. you guys hungry or do you know what you want? And like they were cool about everything. But it was the other people that were. And I think that the all of this is very telling. Nothing takes away from these different things that equal up to what you were saying. But like the fact that she came up at one point and this woman, this older woman comes up to our table randomly and she says, have you guys seen power? Have you all seen power? How about being Mary Jane? I love being Mary Jane. And I was just like, bitch, like, really? (laughs) Like, you're going to. Like, keep naming some. Like, which other ones do you watch? And she's like, oh, power with that big hunk of man. And we were all like, thank God she didn't say big black man on there. (laughs) (laughs) We were just like, oh, thank God. And we were just like, yes, ma'am, we watch power. Like, and other people at the table were like, no, I don't watch power. Like, (laughs) do should I? Even at one point, Brandon's like, um, when we got our food, all of this happened before we got our food, by the way. Right. This is all just being in there. Before we we even got our mimosa. Like, we had sat down, and then we all got our food, and everyone's like, ooh, what'd you get? What'd you get? And Brandon's like, I got the chicken and waffles. I'm basically getting what they think I should get. <laughs> like, it's just like, it was so... Oh, my gosh. It was so, like, I was, like, on edge, and I was just, like, sitting there, and I was like, for me, like, being the only not-black person at the table, I thought I was overcorrecting because I saw the act like the responses from like the guys especially because they were sitting in front of me and I was like maybe it's this is a point for me where I'm overcorrecting so maybe I'm thinking that it's more of a big deal than it is but I guess I guess it wasn't for you no it was <laughs> annoying the shit out of me and I also felt like don't be the angry black woman at the table don't have an attitude just because like because you just think people are automatically going to think all of these different things like, oh, she's just jealous because other people are showing the guy's attention or I was, you know, mad because they were white or something like that. Like, no, I was just actually annoyed because I felt like you were being fucking annoying to everyone at my table and I felt like you were singling us out. Right. Welcome to the plight of a woman and no less a black woman. Like you have to go through all of these different scenarios of what people could think that you're thinking. Like what do people think that I'm thinking so that when I act it, like they're not thinking that I'm thinking like, come on, like, yeah. can I just act the way I want to act? Like, and it's it objectively like she was being too much. 
and I wasn't black and I thought she was being too she much. She was being way too much. I was like much. rocking in my chair. I was like, this is not right. This and isn't I feel okay. like it led to me turning up later because I was just like, this is strike three, you know? Yeah. Like that lady had taken me there before noon. Like I was irritated. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, please. Like, I think I was just frustrated because I'm like, don't ruin our time, you know? No, that's another thing. That don't. goes back to the plight. But I don't, don't do- want her. I'm saying I oh, was her. annoyed with her. Oh, I thought you were don't, worried no. about oh, you. No, no, no. Okay. I was no. worried about her. No, yeah, she was pissing me off because I'm like, we haven't even got to the pool yet, and I don't want to have a bad attitude before we even show up for the thing that we're supposed to be having a good ass time doing. Mm-hmm. So she was a lot. It yeah. was just, just annoying because the food was really freaking good. It was good. <laughs> and I don't know how this woman is, if she's there all the time. But I think it's important for Hash Kitchen to know about this. Um, so we're going to tag you guys. And we're going to make you listen to this. And I hope you do. It doesn't take away from the fact that you guys shouldn't try out their food. It's really good. Um for all intents and purposes, like our waiter was really kind. Like he split the check without even having without even asking us if we wanted to. We didn't goes back to that like earlier episode of us just like saying you guys just need to read the room. So he was really great and he wasn't being extra and he wasn't being nice because we were black and like he was fine. Yeah. Everyone else was fine. Like check your girl, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> please find out who that woman is and just have her tone it down a notch. Just she a can bit. be it's you know what, even if she had only made that LeBron comment like, I think it, nobody would have cared. Nobody would have it cared. It was her continuing and carrying it on, on and on and on and on. And even It was we even out leaving, the door. We were leaving <laughs> and she was like reaching for Brandon LeBron. like he was her father or some shit. And she was just like, oh, come here. Even Jeremy like, was like, she was calling me Allen Iverson. I don't even have braids. <laughs> like, Jeremy was like, I have just enough hair to show that like I I'm have like a hair. centimeter of hair. Yeah. I look nothing like Allen Iverson. What are you talking? You're just literally like, what are famous black people I can reference you as? And I didn't see you calling any of the white dudes like Rory McIlroy or whatever. So like, <laughs> Justin Bieber. Yeah. Like, come on. Stop. <laughs> yeah. uh, <sighs> ugh. But all that to say, the food was delicious. And <laughs> the Arizona breakfast weekend aspect of it was really like I a great deal. Yeah. I didn't mention the price. So all of the food that I mentioned earlier was only $15. Like, yeah. Completely. The mimosa, the donut. And the entree. And I believe that the donut, we each got one, but I think regular times when you go, you get three and it's $10 just by itself. Then the entree, I think, is 14 At least the carnitas one was like 14 And then the mimosa is 6 So you're getting a really good deal for it. You yeah. just give them a tip. They did and- have a really good mimosa flight that oh my God, one the of the guys cherry. ordered, and it was so good. Like, yeah. we got there. Their mimosa flight showed up. He straight up was like, hey, guys, turned around and started handing us the mimosa. Bless you, Ola. I was like, okay, yeah, winner. Mm-hmm. And the peach was really good. The blueberry was good. The black. Actually, they were all good. Honestly, they were all really, really good. Yeah. I don't know how much that was, but it's definitely worth the order to get it. Um, Like we just mentioned, you you get four, you get a classic peach, blueberry, black cherry. So that was really good. Yeah. Bartender was great. She was really nice. She was really quick. They had um, AJ had the cereal, the cereal cocktail, which was made with rum chata. (laughs) Yeah. So and I think it even had like Lucky Charms on it or something. There was some sort of like crushed cereal. It looked like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, it was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You're right. So it was like a a milky cinnamon. It was good. Mm hmm. Um, so yeah, check out Hash Kitchen. Um, Maybe try the non-Gainey Village or whatever. Go to the other location. Yeah, go to the other one without that lady. I mean, or if you're white, go... you can go. Maybe not. 
if you're white you could go anywhere yeah like, <laughs> just do whatever you want yeah run the country <laughs> um you could i think they go have to multiple locations and maybe just go on like a non-weekend day yeah because my friend went on a friday and she was the one that told me like yeah she, the person told me on the weekends they have um like a dj and mm-hmm. it's more of like a party atmosphere but i think when she went it wasn't mm-hmm. like that at all and i loved the party atmosphere i enjoyed yeah. it yeah i just wanted to be left alone to have yeah. the party with my table of friends exactly and not with any of these other people yeah I saw like as we were leaving like these black like women standing outside waiting and I was like I wanted to say like good luck (laughs) beware yeah the green and blue (laughs) and the kitten heel because she's a common sis oh my god she'll probably call you freaking Gabrielle Union I was gonna say like who Tony Braxton she's old so you know she needs to she's gonna pull from her the depths of her age Sure. Okay. So, <laughs> like you, I don't know. Did we go over why we were at this cabana? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided to rent a cabana space at Talking Stick at their release pool party, uh, just to like hang out with friends and just party because it's like so hot in Arizona, and I think a lot of times we just get on like hermit status and we don't want to be outside during the day because it's too damn hot. And we actually lucked out because. The weather was like 95 degrees, partly cloudy all day. It was never too hot at all, like the entire day. Even when it was cloudy, it was just like a little breezy. The water was perfect at the pool. Um, so we get there, check in. It was pretty easy checking in. I just gave them my like name and my ID, and they took us over to our little cabana space, which was like, again, in like the back corner of the entire establishment. Which is weird. Let's just comment on that. Like all the other shit that they did aside, like systematically, when we called twice, three times probably when you because I'm sure when you called, they might have told you these things. But they told us that the cabana was going to be either in front of of the stage where the pool action happens or on the side of the stage. They're like, oh yeah, it's either in the front or on the side. And I was like, you could still hear the music. They're like, yeah, you could hear the music. It's like literally on the side of the stage. I was like, that seems fine. No, it was behind the fucking stage. And that was like the one, that was one of many things that they didn't really tell us. Like they told us, but they didn't tell us. Cause I remember at some point um, we were talking, oh, when the waiter took your card in the very beginning, we we're like, oh, we already paid. He's like, yeah, you paid for this, but not this yet. And he's like, I wish that they would tell people this because this happens all the time. And I'm yeah. like, they're just trying to get I think people's that money. It was for the tip. Yeah. But they didn't explain. They told me that my card would be charged for the tip. So mm-hmm. I knew that that was going to happen. But I don't know why. It just wasn't like explained that. It wasn't clear. The Like the person who was waiting on us i don't want to call him a waiter but yeah you know whoever, the, server, the, server the server that was helping us would actually be initiating mm-hmm. that charge right so i'm freaking glad i brought my card yeah. because i was like i'll just bring it just in case they need like proof of payment or something like that mm-hmm. i can present my card to right. say like you know but whatever but i'm glad i brought it because i would have been like pissed if i would have just had to right. like charge my debit card for mm-hmm. it not like preparing for it mm-hmm. so Anyways, it was I mean that all of these things 
really are like just a bunch of little complaints. Yeah, as far and they're as like, like little things you like write write on a Yelp review. Like it's whatever. Yeah, and at the end of the day, I was like, I'm happy because all my friends are here, yeah. and well, most of my friends are here, and. I'm, you know, it, it was just like a good it's always day nice, up to that point. Yeah. And like, it's always you nice when there, you like plan something for weeks and months and then it comes together. You're just like, yeah, we're finally right. here. Like we, ch- like I was like, okay, well, hopefully there's no bullshit when we check in. Like, mm-hmm. and it was easy. They were just like, yep, yeah, we'll walk you over. And then they brought us our shitty vodka yeah. bottle of like really shitty vodka. That was another thing they didn't tell us. <laughs> but there, it's funny. It was just like it happened in slow motion because we're like, oh, what do we get? He's like. You get a complimentary bottle of Smirnoff. I was like, fuck. <laughs> we were like, Smirnoff. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone's like, fuck it. But it wasn't bad. It just got everybody. It's like it's like the tequila of vodkas. Like, if you have Smirnoff, like, it's going to take you there. It's going to take you over the line. Um, yeah, if you're me. <laughs> no, if you're all of us. Everybody was fucked up. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was the Smirnoff. It was the Smirnoff. It's the tequila of vodka, guys. Wow. I'm I'm having like a come to Jesus moment right now that I'm like, that's what did it. You're like doing the math like that meme. You're just like, because I'm like, no, I have have like Malibu and like other vodka at the room and a mimosa. Well, some of them like the flavored mimosas that Ola gave us and like. You know, some we of the stuff fine. that AJ had. But, like, yeah, I specifically did not overdrink mm. because, one, I had to drive my car to the hotel. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I, I'm just going to have my mimosa. I'm not going to mm-hmm. turn up at brunch. I'm just going to have one drink, which I did, you know, pretty much. But I'd say, like, one and a half between all the, like, samplings we did. <laughs> yeah. But it was, you know, I was fine once I had a bunch of food. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm setting myself up to be in pristine shape for mm-hmm. a full day of fun. We get to the room, change, whatever, pregame, head over, check in. It's great. But it, it really was the Smirnoff now mm-hmm. that I'm, like, having this <laughs> It's discussion. a different kind of drunk. It really it's takes like you world. there. Because I don't, there. I mean, there were parts where I was like, what, the, what did I have? Like, right. was I drunk? I remember, like, at one point, so we were drinking in the cabana, we were all talking, whatever, and it was fine. Like, I didn't even feel buzzed just because I think, because I wasn't drinking a lot. I only had, like, oh, I did down that drink in the room. But, like, I didn't feel buzzed, and I think it was just because it was just the excitement of, like, starting, and there was a lot of stimulants, like, getting to know the cabana, everyone was talking or whatever. And then we get to the pool, and I just start, like, it hits me, and I'm just, like, jumping up around everywhere, screaming, like, hugging randos. And then we get out. I'm like, let's get another drink. We're all, like, running to the cabana because we didn't have shoes on. Then I stood there for <laughs> oh a second. Oh, my God. It was so hot. On that. <laughs> yeah. I stood there for a second, and I was like, I, I'm drunk. I am very, very drunk, and this is my last drink because I know if I go over, this, I'm done for. Yeah. So... Shout out to being 29 years old. <laughs> right. Yeah. Shout out to knowing your limits. Yeah. Uh, being, you know, seeing the worst of the worst <laughs> yeah. and coming back from it stronger and better than ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember like having a similar experience too. like I had a really tall drink, but it had like a lot of ice in it because mm-hmm. I used like one of those tall ass Starbucks cups, mm-hmm. but it was tons of ice and I drank it and I was like, okay, that's cool. I'm chilling because we have a whole bottle at the cabana and you know, I think I had like two drinks when we got to the cabana mm-hmm. and they were both Smirnoff. And then I had another one when we ordered the Grey Goose, the Grey Goose, which probably really sent me over the edge. But I definitely remember like funny moments of being in the cabana and like I was sitting and talking with Ola and then I was like, come on, let's get in the pool. So I like take my dress off 
you know, to, to well, have a, a bathing suit on underneath it. But <laughs> wah, I, wah, wah. I remove my dress <laughs> slowly. <laughs> and so, <laughs> it's just I, turning into triple A's uh, and triple X. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I, so I take my dress off and my shoes off to go get in the pool. And like, I remember thinking to myself, like, oh, my God, I like, you know, trying to be cute, walk away. And I was like dying because my feet were so freaking hot. And I was like, like, maintain your poker face. You know, like, yeah. even though like you couldn't see my face, you could probably like, see me from the back. But I was like, don't look like, you know, wild banshee, like just keep it together and then get in the pool. And like I got in the pool and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> We so were running remember, back and the girls in the cabana next to us are like, bring your shoes next time. I was like, you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the just like the the release of like getting into the pool that first time. I was like, I'll look cute. But like getting out of the pool, it was like full fledged sprint back to it like, like sizzles when you get into the pool. It's like seriously. Oh, my gosh. I was like, I'm sure I have third degree burns on my like the bottom of my feet are oh like killing God. me. But it was fun. I mean, it like the only the parts that were not fun were strangers invading our space and being disrespectful and some sort of kerfluffle that involved in one of our one of our friends getting kicked out which i still don't really know what happened i know we need to have like him as a guest yeah to like (laughs) tell us the full story interview to be like what (laughs) happened and it was like the worst part about it was the interaction with the police. Like, can we talk about oh that God. for a minute? Okay, so there's a lot of things going on in the cabana, and none of none of which at that point had anything to do with the service or the – it was just, like, bullshit people coming into our cabana just because it sometimes happens. Um, and then I was, like, really just, like, upset and not wanting to be there, so I just – they had, like, lounge chairs outside of, like, directly outside the cabana. So, like, I'm just going to lay down here and enjoy – and then I open my eyes and there's a cop above me. And then I hear someone say, um, someone saying, our friend's getting kicked out. <clears throat> and then I was like, what? And they were all like, what? And we're looking around and there's like a woman in a suit, like the same suit you wear, like people who work at casinos. Um, another guy who looked like a yellow T-shirt. So like a security person for the pool and then like a full on cop. And I don't know if he was like just a cop there, or like a real like scottsdale pd person i think, I don't think he was he, really it well his uniform looked it looked like a yeah. police officer yeah to me. he had like a gun and everything yeah and, and we were just like what and we were like trying to speak to him like we need to remove your friend from the property and we're like wait what and, and then our other friends like uh he's with me he's been here the whole time and the cops like can or really like can you confirm that he's like well, I mean, we were just like he was sitting here eating wings like a second ago. And then they're like, he actually was in the casino. Um, he got into a fight with someone else and someone reported it. And now we need to remove him from the premises. And we're like, what? And then so you started asking the cop, you're like, so can you like, please tell us exactly what is happening here? Like, what was the situation? He's like, I don't know. You know, I'm just told that I need to remove him. And then I said, I said, OK, so respectfully, I kept saying, because I was drunk. And so I was like, I need to be overly respectful. But I was like, what happened? Did you see the other person? Because I, my initial thought was with that he was with one of our friends. And they mistook their interaction. That was my first thing. Cause yeah. Maybe. Because they don't know that we're all friends. Because they were all screaming at each other at the cabana yeah. about 
schools and colleges yeah. and sports and you know which if you walked stuff. by and weren't listening like it probably sounded like a fight but we <laughs> were like, all just having like a good a time normal family reunion conversation <laughs> yeah. in my house you know but. yeah and so I was like he's like no I didn't see the other person I was like was he white was he you know I didn't even say was he white or black I said do you know what he looked like he's like I don't know what he looked like because like well what happened he's like I don't know I was just told to take him out I was like was he a ghost and then he just like rolled his eyes and walked away I was like I probably shouldn't have said that but I was drunk and the I was like, was pissed. The yeah. cop was pissed. He was already pissed. He was like, yeah. well, she's blah. like, cause after you said that he started turning yeah. up and I was like, listen, we all came in this bitch together. Like, I'm just trying to figure out, are we all leaving? What's going on? I need to know where my friend is going. And if this is your friend, you would want to know why your friend was being removed from a party mm-hmm. in which nobody can tell me what the hell is going on. From what I understood, everyone was either in the cabana or... If you were one of the guys at the cabana next to us, like that was it. Because I remember looking over and I was like, everyone's accounted for, I think. And then if I didn't see one or two people, my first assumption was what anyone would think. Like, oh, someone's in the bathroom or someone's in the pool. Like it doesn't. Yeah. I was like, they're at the bar. They're in the pool. Because we don't have the the type of friends that do that. So or like ditch out of nowhere. I have never been out with this person and he has never acted combative. At all. Yeah. He's like, never shown up in someone's cabana that wasn't his and asked for drinks and was disrespectful to people. Calling people names. Yeah. Talking cash. You know who people, you are. Sir. Or telling other people that they can have their conversations at a later date. Calling our the women garbage. Yes. Oh, my Let's gosh. just say that the fix for that guy is to just be a better man. Honestly, if you come in somebody's cabana and you only know one person, the only thing you should ever be doing is like complimenting the people in there and saying thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be in your space because I was not invited here. You did not put your $50 in the pot to have this shit. Right. So that's- and that's what sent me over the edge was because he was talking both of these people said things that I felt were disrespectful, but I also felt they were saying them directly to me. Mm. And I was like, the name on this cabana is Erica. So please watch your step. Mm-hmm. Like, don't come in here and talk crazy. Don't talk to my friends like that. And you're not going to talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. You can leave. Period. Mm-hmm. I agree with that for sure. And I think you handled it well. And again, this isn't a, a review of talking stick in this situation. It's just of this guy and he deserves this read because he can go. Both himself. of them did. Yeah. But anyways, the cop was just being belligerent. He wasn't listening to anybody, probably because of the, my ghost comment. But that's just who I <laughs> it was a very wrong thing to say. I get it. But that's like but my that's response like your would frustration have been of like. Not listening to us. Can you tell us. me anything? So I'm just supposed to accept that some person we don't know who this person is said that my friend was doing something that warrants him getting kicked out of this establishment and that just like is a just that, that was just a microcosm to like everything else that happens in this world like you don't have it raining like yeah it's like you don't have any you don't have any proof. You don't have any understanding of the situation but just because you are who you say you are we have to do what you say and I understand that there's uh, you obviously have to respect these people. I get it. But also, how can you come to a group of 10 people? Obviously, like emotions are already high because we're all excited to be there. Obviously, it's been a few hours since we checked in. We've had some drinks. He should have done better to control the situation. And he didn't do that. And how many times do we see that? Like, again, 
maybe there was something that happened with our friend in the casino, but we didn't see it. And he's taking it out on the nine other people that are here just trying to understand what was happening. So, yeah, that was a response of my frustration and just a very Sam response. Like, I'm just I bullshit well, like that. Because it caused but. three or four people to leave. Right. Like, it caused. And it caused you know, all of us to leave. And it wasn't the guy's fault. It wasn't our friend's fault. Like, we didn't Oh, leave. no. I'm talking about the whatever situation. No. Right, what I'm came agreeing from with that. you for like, sure. Like, it caused all of us to leave because we didn't want to be there so anymore. So, that's why. But that's why we were frustrated with like security, the cop, Mm -hmm. whatever, because it's like you realize we're not going to allow this person to just leave by themselves. Right. So, of course, he's going to leave. Two or three people are going to leave with him. And so now we're like, well, now we let's just shut the shit down because Mm -hmm. we can just go. I don't want to be here like, oh, sorry, you got kicked out. Uh, Have a good night. You know, like, no. Who is this like anonymous whistleblower in the casino too? (laughs) like, who are you? I don't know. And And it's just so frustrating because, you know, one of our friends has always said, like, I don't like going to Scottsdale because every time I go there, they try to play us because we're black dudes. They try to act like they don't want our money. They try to act like we don't have money to do stuff. And like all of these dudes are very well off in terms of more than they're successful. Yeah. Yeah, they're successful. They're employed. They're hard workers and they have their shit together so they can afford what they say they can afford. Whatever that is. And so I understand they're not wanting to go there anymore. And I was hoping that because we weren't going to Old Town, because we weren't going to be like... That was the whole reason. Sorry to interrupt. But that was the whole reason that we went to Talking Stick because uh, we wanted to do the pool club. And I said, there's Maya and there's Talking Stick. And our friend specifically said, I don't want to do Maya because every time we go downtown, shit happens. That's the reason. Yeah. And then it just kind of was like, this is exactly what he was talking about. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy, too, because I don't know. It's all crazy. There's like no other thing I can really add to it to like say why it was more crazy. It's just it's it's funny when things like that are confirmed, you know, like because people are like, well, you just say that because you think everyone's against you or you just say that. Like, why are you talking about that? Like the world is fine. Like you just think in your own world that think people still hate you or don't respect you. Like, come on, like move past this. The reason that there's like racism and things like that, like things like what's going on in the world are happening is because people are continuing continuing to call it out like it's a problem when it's not but then you see it firsthand and you're like literally nothing happened but it got to the situation that it came to because of the people in authority not respecting us as patrons of their place like it's it seems it's crazy to me. Yeah, like we pay to be in here. So I think the least you could do is explain to the rest of us who are responsible now for what How about I'm sorry again, but okay. how about you having going back to your name being on the receipt? How about excuse me here, who's Erica? Because you were the one that paid for it. Yeah. Wouldn't you think to talk to the person that's the head of it? That seems that makes sense to me. It's like if you're trying to break up a house party, who lives here? Can I talk to who lives here? <laughs> like that's it. Yeah. But they don't they don't think about any of that. They just want to get you up out of there and like you just have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like it just pissed me off and it upset me because my our friend was really upset and you know, like that's not fair to him if, you know, he, I believe him. If he said I didn't do that, I didn't I wasn't fighting anybody, I didn't blah blah blah. Like if he would have done it, 
he would have been like, yeah, I slapped that bitch and they deserved it. You know, whatever. Especially, yeah. Especially knowing him. And I understand that those people don't know him. But us knowing him makes it's just like the the nail in the coffin. Like he if he did something, he would have walked himself out. Yeah. And that's for sure. He would have come back pissed and said this blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And I'd have been like, yeah, I'm getting out of here. You know, I'm going back to the room. He mm-hmm. would have said that. But they were just it was so poorly handled. And it was like. Like I said, it started raining as soon as that happened. It did. Like, started sprinkling, and it was just like, it's time it to go. It was cinematic. The best part of that entire experience was our attendant. The mm-hmm. guy who was helping us in our cabana was really, really great. And he, even when, like, everything popped off, like, he was really efficient about, like, getting me my card back and I was just like I think we're just gonna go and he's like yeah I understand Um, I'll be right back he explained everything to me thoroughly made sure I signed everything made sure I got my card made sure we were all set made sure everybody was okay you know he was like a good dude he was like the only good person on. and it probably had a lot to do the fact that he was black yeah I'm sure he's seen it before we were Mm -hmm. even saying like oh we don't like Scottsdale and he was like yeah, you know, I understand. Like, he just And got we were, it. like, overly apologizing, which is understandable. But we were like, you know, we're so sorry that you had to deal with this on your shift. At least I was saying it just because. And I was like, yeah, no, it's, it must be such a shitty shift. Like, this happens. He's like, it's okay. Like, I totally get it. Like, I completely understand every single thing that's happening right now. And we were just like, man, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I love him. He was so yeah. sweet. He was, like, a really good dude. We won't say his name because we won't. Yeah. But we, you know. we don't want you to lose your job. So. Yeah. But thank you for what you did. <sighs> so on. that was it was a it was a fun day. Like if you extract yeah. all of the stupidity. And like that happened the towards idea the end. of the day was great. And that's why like I'd love to do another day like that. Like let's go to brunch and then go to a pool or like do a house party where we don't have to worry about other people or like just get another cabana someplace like downtown where it's still fun and party and chill. But I don't like Scottsdale just put leaves such a bad taste in my mouth every time I go. Yeah. And if you do go like I feel like the best way to do it is just to stay to yourself. And I know that the guys do that all the time, but the guys also like to ball out a little bit. And it's not even about balling out. It's the fact that they like to spend their time and money the way they like to spend it, getting tables, getting sections. You just have to keep to yourself. And that's just like the sad reality of this world right now. Because people are just looking to people are jealous. They see you doing something well, doing well for yourselves. And they're like, oh, they just want to like bring you down. They see one very glaring, objective difference that they could judge very easily without having to talk to you. And they just decide that that is the problem and they want to extract it. So sorry that happened to us. And like, I'm going to apologize to ourselves because they're not going to apologize to us. Yes, I'm so sorry that happened to you, Sam. Yeah, you too, man. I liked it. Like, I mean, it's I good. I was just like, man, we haven't even gotten to like. Yeah. <laughs> we have been talking solely about Phoenix. Yeah. Scottsdale specifically. Yeah. So moving on to our national section, we have like a lot of really cool stuff that we want to talk about and other things that are just comical and annoying. So um, starting off top, when we were in the cabana, <laughs> we, I forgot it was like, about this. when we first got there, we're just there was a TV and it was like 
we were just still acclimating to the space. So we're like, let's turn on the TV. We were watching Bravo. We were. We were watching million, uh, million Dollar <laughs> Listing because we were like, what is this show? But Jer- uh, Jeremy was the only one that was like, oh, man, there's my boy, whatever. And I was like, do you watch this? Like, it was really funny. Um, but we were like all super into it. And then there was a commercial. It, we could t- excuse me. We didn't catch the company. We were all trying to guess who it was. We we're like, is it Zales or, you know what is it Shanko um but it was essentially just like we caught the like tail end of it and it was a very very like general generic engagement commercial for a wedding for diamond company but the difference was the fact that the couple was a pair of women and they were very young very attractive like 24 year old millennial women who were getting engaged and like at, we were like kind of like in and out of the tv but we all turned around at the same time it felt like and we we're just like were those women like what it was just like really exciting to see i don't know yeah it was it really was exciting because we were having the discussion like it's usually older people like when they want to you know show same sex same sex couples in different situations like advertisements photographs whatever um whatever the cause is it's usually some sort of like an, an older couple, like, oh, these people have been together for 40 years and yeah. now they can get married, you know, right. like, so it's usually like they show the older couples, couples that have just been together for so long. And it was really like refreshing to see like a young couple of just women together. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is cool. I'll be damned. Millennials are buying diamonds. <laughs> yeah. But it is also Who cool knew? too. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like one of those things that I'm looking forward to it not catching me off guard. Right. Because totally the reason it's a big deal or like something that makes you like stop and look twice is because the representation is just so it's minimal. It's not there at all. So like I even saw the Payless commercial and I don't remember exact. I was it was the day after the cabana and I spent <laughs> the entire day in the bed watching TV, like in and out of sleep, just resting. We had to, man. And but I remember like kind of seeing this Payless commercial and there was a person on there and they just said like and I'm a trans I don't know they said I'm a trans woman or a trans man I can't remember exactly what they said but I was like oh my gosh I texted Sam and I was like I think Payless just had a, like a trans <laughs> representation moment on their commercial and it was so like it was very quick very subtle as far as like you know they weren't making like a display or whatever right. but it was just like I'm a woman I'm an athlete I'm a blah, blah, blah. And I was like, and I'm a trans person, whatever. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, it was so cool. And it was it was just amazing to see. So I, I just, like I said, I'm totally looking forward to the moments where those things are not, um, they don't catch me off guard. Like, they're yeah. just like, oh, yeah, just a regular. But, like, you even see that with, like, interracial couples, like, on um, commercials or, like, just, like, black families that aren't in McDonald's commercials. Oh, my God. Or Latinos <laughs> that aren't in McDonald's commercials because that's all we right. can afford. It's, yeah. It's, the black people are usually in McDonald's commercials, like, making beats or... Yeah, like, it's like, McDonald's. Boom, shh, shh. And I'm like, why does it have to be like this? Or, like, having a moment of, like, I don't know, like, camaraderie or, like... I'm like, what yeah. is this? <laughs> like, people go to McDonald's for kids' meals. Like, stop it. This yeah. is not... It's... I don't know, but at the it's annoying. But at the same time, I'm like, well, if McDonald's is actually supporting the black community, then I shouldn't like get too mad. At I know, them. What but you they mean, just though. need to like do. We just need some more variety in the McDonald's commercials because they've yeah. gone too far. Like, yeah. they went from like no representation to like, how can we just do Make everything this a black as brand. black as fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's funny. It go- kind of goes back to that conversation that we had about like Spider Man and things like that. And it's cool that it it's happening. 
And it's cool that it's happening without there having to be an explanation because yeah. that's just the way the world works. Like Spider-Man's little girlfriend, she's she's half. She's, you know, half white, half black, and she just is. And that's it. And then when they show her parents later and her parent, her dad is actually the main villain of the whole movie. But we're like, that's what we expect. And then we see them like, OK, bye, honey. And they kiss and leave. And it's like, that makes sense. <laughs> and then you just move on. You're like, OK. So I really like that. And there was actually a thing that came out this week. And it was about this. Um, it was like a BuzzFeed, very heavily BuzzFeed pushed um, viral story about this guy who had a curvy girlfriend. Um, oh, my gosh. In her bikini. I saw that. And everyone's like, shout out. Bravo. And I was like, and then I saw a tweet that said, the bar is just too damn low. And it's so true. Like, why are we applauding this man for saying that he loves his girlfriend because she has curves? Like, that should be the minimum. And then he's like, I always get made fun of because I liked thick girls. I was like, shut up. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Like, shut, shut up. up. <laughs> like, and why is this like a thing that goes viral that a woman is curvy and she has a boyfriend and yeah, he likes it's like, her? Wow, I'm just so in love with you and all your curves. Like, wow, what an amazing guy. Yeah. Let's like have him all over the place. You know, he's going to be like getting checks and endorsements. It's and just shit. Like, like that John McCain effect of like. Oh, my gosh. You're just like such a hero for like doing the right thing. Yeah. Congratulations that you like your girlfriend. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you didn't like her. You shouldn't be with her. You asshole. Yeah, like, are you kidding fuck? me? Oh, my God. What a bunch of dumb dummies. But yeah. yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Shout out. Thanks. Pay less. Yeah. And diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't know what company it was, but good job. I want to say it was like Zales. It must have been because it looked like a, a national commercial. You yeah, can tell when something national. is like local, but that looked like a national commercial commercial. So let's continue. Keep shouting and keep dragging people through the streets when they do some Kendall Jenner shit because it's working. Yes. So. Moving on, um, I just wanted to quickly shout out a, um, a friend of mine who just launched her fitness brand-ish. She already had launched it. It's called Burpees and Brunch, and it started out as a fitness and wellness blog for women of color, and she just transitioned into a subscription box because she wanted to find a way to connect a little bit more with the people that follow her. And um, she just launched her Indiegogo campaign. Again, it's called Burpees and Brunch. It's my friend Anisia. We work together at Bleacher Report. Um, and she quickly moved on. She moved to New York to start this brand. And she, I remember her like G chatting me about it at Bleacher Report. Like, wouldn't it be cool if, and now it's here. So um, it's actually a subscription, uh, subscription box. So like the birch box things that you find, but inside you can find products that are specifically geared toward women of color, and also geared toward different body types. So maybe larger sports bras or um, apparel that you wouldn't necessarily find in like a Kate Hudson brand uh, line of clothing. Um, there's going to be a lot of maybe black hair products in there for women who like to work out and don't know how to, like she said in her promo video, what do you do to your hair when you work out all the time? And especially, you know, I don't like to wash it every single day. I can't do that. So what do you do to make sure that you keep yourself put together? Like very simple 
questions that there are no solutions to. Um, so you can either um, you can go to her Indiegogo campaign. I would suggest going to Burpees and Brunch on Facebook um, or and we've posted it on our social media. You can donate if you would like. And it's essentially a Kickstarter to launch her full on production for her company. But if not, please just share it. Um, she's just a friend of the podcast. And this is the type of thing that we want to do for other creatives out there. So again, um, a fix for your um, creative outlet is to just let us know. Again, we're not looking for any sort of monetary compensation to give you a shout out. It's not costing us anything to you know, say anything. We just want to help you guys out. So you can always email us at thefixpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on um, social media if you want, or you could just contact us on social media. Um, but congratulations to Anisia. Yeah, that video um, that she put together for her campaign was really cool and really professional. And like, it just looked really, really good. And the idea is really creative. And I'm just hoping that everything will continue to go well for her and that she can keep moving along with the process because it's a super cool concept. Yeah. And she's been doing everything on her own. It's crazy. It looks like there was a team of like 10 creative directors and it was just all her. I was like, girl, you did this for yourself. It looks like she has, it literally looks like she has a team. Like someone to do this and this and this. Like, her hair always looks so pretty and like her presentation and you know just how she presents herself in the clips she looks really professional and just put together mm-hmm. like so. just ugh, so bomb yeah. i was like oh my god can we talk about that like yeah i need to know about that hair though like <laughs> i'll have message. her like write a blog right. post or something <laughs> yes. i have questions about your hair because it looks amazing and i'm trying to you know make my hair look like that <laughs> so cool moving on talk a little bit just like really funny quippy short things about Donald Trump and him just like losing steam and just failing yeah. um, so any moment when he fails we win and when he goes low we go lower and laugh <laughs> yeah, like, that's true that's true so um, there was just like a really quick article and I actually heard about this from the director of my program at work because um, we had a call with people from Mexico and she's like oh by the way did you see this it was just a trigger for her and for memory she's like oh did you see this thing this morning essentially um, Trump is trying to move the conversation like we talked about in the last podcast to um, immigration reform and that's just a really like high level fancy way of saying to put up a wall and keep all the brown people out so he was talking he was doing a little bit of well he was trying to do a little bit of PR in the media and said that he was talking to I want to say the president of Mexico but just in case I'm going to just say a high level official in Mexico and said that he had a phone call with him and that uh, this representative from Mexico was really excited about the work that Trump was doing and the narrative of uh, immigration that he was bringing to the table and said that he's doing a really good job. And the uh, official from Mexico essentially said, there is never a phone call. Like, I've never talked to him on the phone. This didn't happen. Like, flat out. Just like, and that was the article. It was like, Trump said this and the president said, uh, no, sir, that didn't happen. That's actually a lie. <laughs> yeah, hard stop. I thought that was just really funny because it wasn't even like a highly publicized meeting or anything. He just was like hoping that it would fly under the radar, that some people just wouldn't see through the bullshit and try to follow through with this guy and see if it actually happened. 
he just was like, oh, yeah, this happened and I'm going to tell a lie and no one's going to question me about it because I'm the president. And this is the person that accuses everyone of lying and making up fake stories all the time yeah. with like physically doing the exact thing that he's accusing other people of doing and then getting called out on it like immediately. Yeah, he's like, nah, bro. And then he's that. not going to say anything like he's not going to try to clean it up or tidy it up or whatever. Like he's just going to move on. Like yeah, he's oh, going to ignore it. He's like, whatever. Yeah, he doesn't. He's so stupid. <laughs> so that was funny. <laughs> the next thing in the Trump administration that we thought was a really cool fail for him, Mueller, who took over James Comey, took over Comey's job. Uh, he essentially Im- oh, impaneled a grand jury into the Russia probe. And there was so that happened. There was also some reports. I haven't really seen anything that said otherwise but um there was also allegedly some subpoenas that were handed out to almost everyone in the administration i really hope that's true Uh, but essentially a grand jury was assembled um so this just is a really pivotal moment because while nothing exactly exactly is happening right now um the process is starting and it seems that mueller's doing what he promised so let's hope that this continues and that people keep poking around um, because some shit's gonna it's gonna come out. It just needs to be lifted. Yeah. Did you see that um, that quote from Maxine Waters? And she was like, she said something like, I guess they asked her if she wanted to be the pres the next president or whatever. And she was like, No, the only thing I'm campaigning for is the impeachment of Donald Trump. <laughs> and I was like, Yes. Like, don't let them try to make this seem like it's some political move for you. Like, yeah. No, I'm serious about like actually doing my job and. And listening to my constituents. And if we want him out of here, I'm going to do that. I'm going right. to do everything in my power to get rid of him. And she is not with any bullshit. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> she is amazing. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> and she, this is not the first thing that she's done. I mean, she's just, she's a fucking bull. And I want to meet her. Yeah, she's. I want her to like be my best friend. Goals. Oh, they have like gospel remixes and stuff of like the reclaiming my my, my time song. And I'm just like black people always just take it above and beyond the call of duty. <laughs> the second she says it, it's like out of her mouth and it's like already a That's YouTube like video. remember the um, pastor. I think it was Pastor Shirley Caesar. The uh, like the Thanksgiving. Oh, song. yeah. Beans, grease, potatoes, tomatoes. Yeah. Like they had made that a whole damn song. Yep. I played it all the time. Mm hmm. So I, I just I just love the creativity of my people. Like we're like we can make a song out of anything. <laughs> like yep. anything. Just give us a clip, give us a quote, we will like turn it into a hook. They'll put a fly trap beat over it and it'll be like they'll probably play it in the club. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> there's a there's a reason why bitch ass people are appropriating our culture. It's because it's funny and they're not. Because it's so great. <laughs> it's oh great. My gosh. Everything is great and everyone wants it, so Ray Lewis is in the news. He's the next dummy to speak up and say something stupid about Colin Kaepernick. He just essentially told him he should stay quiet about his social activism and to go about his like public relations differently and to keep some of those things quiet because that's the only way he's going to get signed again. And I just felt like, you know, for someone who was involved in like a murder trial, maybe you should tell people not to, you know, maybe you shouldn't be giving out advice, worry about what you have going on in your life. Same. It's just like we told Michael Vick, maybe you should have worried about your PR when, you know, you were out there dogfighting and 
getting arrested and going to jail. Like, this, these are the things y'all need to be worrying about. Don't worry about what Colin Kaepernick's doing. He's out here doing exactly what he said he was going to do. Protesting injustices, donating his time, his money, his resources, and his knowledge to better the world. That's what he's doing. If you guys can't stand that, then you just can't stand it. And just say that you're racist and you hate him for talking about race and politics and stuff. Like, just deal with that. Just stop trying to act like it's a football decision. It's mm-hmm. not. It's it so isn't. annoying. Just stop it. And Sarah Spain actually came out and said something about it. And it was just everything that we said. You know, she just has a bigger platform. (laughs) But she essentially said the same thing. She was on Around the Horn and she's like, this is bullshit. We all know what this is about. He's fine. You guys, you guys have the problem. And it's just, just shut up. It's so annoying. Who gave you this microphone? I just want him to be signed so bad. Like there was reports coming out that like the coach and GM or whatever the next level up in football like they were on board to uh, for the Ravens they were on board Mm. to sign him oh yeah but it's the owner who's like a Trump supporter Mm -hmm. it's like doesn't want to sign yep Kaepernick I'm like oh I thought I thought it was about football guys yeah yeah it's a lie it's all a lie. lie it's all a sham gosh consumed a lot of my day the day that it happened and it had me thinking a lot about things that happen in this world and essentially my place in saying things about them and everyone else's place in saying things about them it's it'll come to light when I say it but so I was on Twitter like I am all the time and someone was like oh Sarah Spain I can't believe you said what you did like you have no right and I was like what and I was like I'm gonna ignore it And then something else came out like two seconds later. And these are people. I don't know how they showed up on my feed. I think maybe someone had liked it who I follow. Something else came up and it's like, she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, what's happening? And so I did a quick Twitter search and I found a couple of things that I didn't really understand. Oh, before that, I saw Sarah Spain. She because I follow her and she quoted a tweet and said, what exactly bothered you? I was like, okay, this is something. So then I did a quick Twitter search and apparently she was on around the horn. I honestly think it was the same show that she was talking about Colin Kaepernick and um, she was talking about LeVar Ball. And so this guy, we all know if you follow sports, you know that he's just a a bit of a firecracker, to say the least. Um, He's essentially a stage mom for his son, Lonzo, Um, in very extreme senses. He's come out in the media um, for saying a lot of egregious things about women specifically, um, about women's about women refs who have refed his his son's games and just in general um, came out against a I think she was a Fox reporter a Fox Fox sports reporter um, just about her and essentially being a woman and blah 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 and just a lot of his actions have just been simply as I said egregious he's very he's been very loud spoken it's kind of like the whole Danny Garcia or like Floyd Mayweather father thing um, who they are becoming a little bit more larger than life than they should be and a lot of the response from and I'm just talking specifically about the whole situation with Sarah Spain. A lot of the response, according to her and just people in general, has from the black community has been, at least he's there for his son. At least he's showing up to these games. 
And her response was saying that people really shouldn't be giving him rope just because he's a father. And she's like, and she said, it's an incredibly low bar for fatherhood and especially for black fathers that this is all that we expect from them. So according to her, she is saying the fact that he is being lauded as a black father for just showing up for his games is essentially a slap in the face to black fathers this is what she's saying that if this is all we expect of them to do is to show up to their son's game this is a slap in the face to the people who are doing more for their sons who are being there and the problem that people had was the fact that she said black fathers because she is speaking to a community and a section of society that she's not a part of at all and so I just kind of wanted to bring it up and have a discussion about it because it led me to try to understand what she was saying and understand why people were mad um this whole situation was strange to me Mm -hmm. because I think she what she was trying to say didn't come out right yes and that's what I think is causing or has caused people to kind of be like off, like like put off by her comments, because, and specifically like fatherhood in the black community is such a like subject, a very very hot button. tricky subject because it's always used like against the black community of like you none of you have your fathers i mean even like other men will say that to women like oh you probably have daddy issues or things like that if your father wasn't around for whatever reason so while i think sarah wasn't trying to be necessarily disrespectful in her comments she was essentially trying to say like we shouldn't give him a pass for doing these things um particularly like an overlook some of the more egregious things that he's done about like the way he talks to women or talks about women or just like the way he acts. He's really extra. Like he's very annoying. (laughs) He's very, very annoying. I'm like, I'm so sick of hearing about this man, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's just hard sometimes. I think when other, when people who aren't, aren't in your community try to speak your community and I think maybe that's where some people were like maybe upset to hear that from her like and I could understand that there's and there's two sides to it and I always try to think objectively about it especially because I'm not I'm a woman so I am at one part of I'm on one side of this is just being a human being a woman but I'm also not on the other side of it so I can't and I'm also just trying to learn about all of the things that are happening because I just you know, I am. I'm trying just like everyone else is. So I understand where she was coming from. She had, you know, five seconds to say what she thought about Lonzo Ball. But on the other side or um, Lavar, I was like Lorenzo. I think there I think there is a Lorenzo. <laughs> he has like three sons and they all all their names start with L. Yeah, it's perfect for us. right Yeah, now. which is great. I'm like, yeah. which, which like for the longest, I was like, what is the one what is the one's name that's actually going to be in the league? Yeah, that's, that's Lonzo. the only one yeah. I need to know. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't care about anybody else. Mm-hmm. I can't keep up with these children. But on the other point of it is exactly that, is that she doesn't have any stake in the game. She doesn't have black children. She's not married to a black man. She's not black in herself. So she shouldn't really be speaking for that that section of society. I understand. And here's the other part of it, too, is we want people with privilege to say something. And 
I think that it's important that they speak up for us, but not for us. You know yeah. what I mean? And just how do you exactly find that you line? Like, exactly. That's why I'm saying I don't like I'm not mad at her, mm-hmm. but I can see where it would rub someone exactly. the wrong way because yeah. it's like, what do you know about black fatherhood? What do you know about the plight of yeah. black? And you not know, only that, like, that's just weird to hear it from someone i think if she had more time and maybe like let's say this was something like a column she was going to write i think the way that she would have been able to articulate it would have come across way better than like that quick five seconds of like you know that quote that's going to be heard around the world yeah exactly it's like oh it's not what i meant and it's i really want to know what happened before it because it took a lot of digging for me to actually find the video which has since been taken down off of youtube but i heard from her entire response I heard the whole entire response but I didn't hear what happened before so I don't know if it was what do you think of LeVar Ball specifically as a black person or father so I think if that wasn't really posed then what the fuck does that have to do with anything you know why did you bring that up how did she get to that point right were they talking about an article where specifically his blackness was brought up but I don't know Um, I definitely I totally understand why people were upset for sure. And I understanding her points and seeing what she's said since then. I understand where she was trying to come from. But it's just really an interesting time. It really is. And I'm actually proud of her for saying something. Um, I do agree that she didn't have a lot of time and it did. It did come off a little bit questionable. But at least she said something. Yeah. At least she's saying something. That's all I can really say because I'm not part of, you know, I totally agree. Yeah, <laughs> just got to work on you know articulating those. Yeah, thoughts. work on the delivery, but say, kudos. I mean, but you know, like even on this show, I know sometimes we say things, and I'm like, oh, that's not what I meant. It didn't come out right. You know, like and you're on TV. Like I'm sure it's way harder. to Right, like, we have time to plan, and yeah. she has time to plan too. But they're like really touchy subject that's very racially charged. Go, and you're like, and Ugh. on that show, it's like you have ten seconds to say what you think, and they'll cut you off or mute you or whatever. Right, the way that show is formatted. So. I hate that show, man. You don't like around the horn. I like it. It just gives me anxiety. I like hearing from different people and I like that they're all journalists and I think it's a really good platform. When I say I don't like it, I mean, it gives me like big time anxiety. And I just remember it like being really loud when I was at Bleacher Report and it was on like eight TVs and it was like, bloop, bloop. And I was like, ah, like, I can't do it. Like no one has time and I'm really stressed out. But I love that show. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. I totally know what you mean. <laughs> it's like a scary game show but no one wins so moving on to the fix this week straight up human decency (laughs) that's what it says on our agenda it says the fix and then it has a dash human decency in just capital letters because a lot of you need to work on it there's uh... so there have been three instances in the last maybe two weeks where I've just I've walked through doors or I've held doors open for people well first I walk through the door and it's not held for me or I'll hold the door for somebody and they won't say thank you and it happened one of them happened well two of the three happened in the same day and I was and it wasn't just like a little nudge like in the door before I continued to walk it was literally me holding it and them waiting or me waiting and 
them coming through the door. Like, it was obvious that I was holding it for them. There was no one else around. And they were both men. One was younger. It was a college kid. I was like, I was pissed, but I was like, he's just a kid, whatever. And the other guy was a grown-ass man. And I was like, why is this happening? Why is it just like, what? And there was another time where somebody I work with was walking through the door, and he was on his phone, and he was, like, preoccupied, and he tried to get through the door. And so he opened it with his backpack. And I was just waiting for the moment for me to slide my hand in to continue holding it for him and then as well as for myself and he just like did this like turn this like football turn and then like the door slammed in my arm and he didn't even say anything he just like continued walking and I was like what the fuck and so I walked in and we were the only two people there at the time and I was like walking to the kitchen and he like just looked at me and then I looked at him I just like very intensely looked at him like make no mistake that I'm looking in your eyes right now and I kept walking and he fucking knew and it just like it bothers me And that's like those are very small instances of just like a lot of things that you wouldn't think matter as far as like just being a normal person and sharing this planet with another one and like doing things that you're supposed to be doing. And it really fucking grinds my gears. Yeah, I hate when I hold the door for someone and they just like walk through. It's like I I remember I saw this meme or like a clip or something and it was like, this is how I want to treat you when you... When you uh, walk through the door without saying thank you, and it was like someone literally like holding the door for someone, they walk through, they don't say anything, and the person like grabs them and like pulls them back through the door, closes the door, and then walks away. <laughs> like, no, hold your own damn door if you're gonna be a rude ass bitch. <laughs> like, so I I totally get that feeling because it's just so maddening. I've said it before. It's like, how many of you were raised by wolves? Because, like, you, I was taught to you know, have manners and act right and just to be decent to other people. You know, you don't have to like kiss anybody's feet, but like if you see somebody drop something like, hey, you dropped whatever, like, you know, just help people out. Like, dang, I just see some of the most like shysty behaviors, especially downtown that I'm like, my goodness, all of you are just there was another situation. Insufferable. I was wa- walking. We worked in this different building and I was walking around and there was this guy that was I was holding a lot of stuff and I dropped a portion of it and it wasn't like anything that could break. It was like papers or books or something. And he was the only person there and he saw me drop things and he just continued to walk by. And I was like, what? Like not even are you OK or can I help you? I was shocked. I was shocked. This grown ass man, he did not offer to pick something up. I was like, who are you? And I always remember him now. Like little things like that. Like I will always remember you. That's just weird to me that people would, that people do stuff like that because I feel so connected to people when things happen to them. Like even strangers. Like I remember I have this really weird thing about pigeons. Like I do not like pigeons at all. And I remember, um, coming out of Starbucks and these two women were walking towards like the front or towards the doors to go into Starbucks. And like, as I'm coming out, I see like this two pigeons like literally crash land into these ladies like (laughs) into like their shins like I'm not even kidding and like they're like flailing their arms and like screaming which I would be absolutely doing the same thing Mm -hmm. if a pigeon crashed into me and so then the pigeon like you know flutters into them and then screeches away and go and they're just like clutching each other like you can (laughs) see that they are like really disturbed and as I'm walking by I'm like oh my gosh are you guys okay yeah like that I just wanted to be like I'm so sorry that happened to you (laughs) like but there were people who were just like 
you know, bobbing along. And I was like, did anybody see this injustice that just happened to these people? Like, I wanted to be like, would you like a coffee? Like, what can I do for you? Are you hungry? Like, I just wanted to help them so bad because I hate to see like those things happen. And I just like felt that connection of like, if that was me, I would be like shitting a brick. Mm -hmm. If I would be like so unwell for like the rest of the day, like I have to go home. I was attacked earlier. I don't know. It's just weird to like imagine. I'm like, I wonder if that was me, if anybody would have asked if I was okay. Or people would have just like laughed at me and then like kept going. Mm -hmm. Like I was attacked. Human decency. Like you are just as important as the next person. It's like Margot Shetterly said, You know, you are no better than anyone else and no one is better than you. Like we are all here enjoying the same life, enjoying the same planet, enjoying the same city. We are just trying to do what we can. Like the normal people in this world are just trying to get by. Yeah. Like if someone holds a door for you, say thank you. Doing small things. If someone drops something, say, oh, do you need help? If you accidentally like hit somebody when you don't mean it. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. Like little small things. Like how, what is it going to cost you? Respect. Right. And I think I'm so upset that this has to be a fix. The fix is basically stop being a fucking wolf. Right. <laughs> stop acting like you're not you're human. not in the forest anymore. You are in, you know, the city. So yeah. let's act like we can at least be decent to one another. Right. At the very least. Try to do one thing nice for a stranger this week. How about that? There's yeah. your homework. And then tell us what happened. Write us at it, the fix spot <laughs> at gmail.com. That would actually be kind of cool to hear like, if someone did something or had like a good interaction with someone. And Let's do to some share. some uh, like misconnection as- affirmations. Like, yes. I don't care if someone literally just like if you dropped a penny and someone picked it up for you, email us because we want to know. So that was our fix. Do better. Email us. Moving on. Oh, what was your fix this week? My fix this week was me. I love it. Continue. My my fix was myself. I mean, we talked about, of course, our experience at um, Talking Stick, and we briefly touched on it, but I had to get some motherfuckers out of the paint um, on multiple occasions that day, and the old me would have probably like (laughs) let it go or just been like oh don't make a scene we're trying to have a good time and I don't think that I ruined anybody's time I don't I don't think I upset anybody by like speaking or clapping back but like I just have decided I'm not letting people like just say what they want to me or just talk any old kind of way to me or disrespect me. Like, I don't think people have really like disrespected me in the past, but I think I can be like agreeable. I don't I don't want to ruffle feathers or make a scene or make anybody uncomfortable. And I just kind of found my voice or like I had like a moment of reflection again on Sunday when I spent the entire day in the bed. Uh, just like, wow, you know what? Like, I have grown as a person. I have, like, really grown a backbone. I've grown, like, strength in my voice and conviction in who I am and comfort in who I am. And I was, like, just kind of proud of myself this week. And, you know, like, going for what I want, who I want, when I want it. You know, like, I, I'm going after people I'm interested in or, like, making myself a little bit more available. Like, I've just... Speaking up, like, so I'm my fix this week, and it's a good feeling to just, like, be confident in who you are. I love it. I'm proud of you. And 
our fixes should be us more often. Yeah. So I hope and I can learn from you and maybe six months from now, I'll be like, my fix was me. I still have some work to do, but it's happening. I. But you know what? I mean, you even had like a moment like that, too, on Saturday. I think you like used your voice and fixed conflict with people if you had any. Like, I don't I don't think that you just because you weren't. <laughs> you weren't southeast dc like me um going off on uh these dudes for being assholes but like you know with other people like if something was off i i saw you handling business so thank you you still you know don't don't make it seem like <laughs> like you were just like i'm gonna go over here i'm just gonna here. i'm gonna go have a glass of juice <laughs> no <laughs> you were a boss just like me well thank you i love that we are bosses on this show you have to be you can't yeah. Wait for other people to stand up for you. You have to stand up for yourself. I agree. What's your fix this week? But I actually went to Metallica last night and it was just like a huge bucket list, like cross off the list moment. Um, These guys have been around forever. They are dads now. And it's funny. They had like zoomed in the camera. The camera work is really great, but they like zoomed in on them, like playing the guitars or whatever. And they all just had like wedding rings and stuff. I was like, these are dads. Like, it's just someone's dad in the garage. They were having a blast. They sounded like it was the first day. Um, It was really cool just to be there. It was really loud. And it was just like any in between songs. Like, I couldn't even hear myself talk. And it was just so fun. Um, I just love being around loud music. And that was just really just like the epitome of it. Um, But it was a great show. They had a lot of respect for us as fans. Um, They gave us what we wanted. And they even said, you know, as a disclaimer in the beginning, they're just like, we don't care who you are, what you look like, what you eat, who you voted for. Like, just shut up. You are here. And it was really fun. Um, At one point, um, they singled out this kid who was there with his dad, like on his shoulders in the like the pit. And I was like, how? No, because I was seeing that crowd. I was like, you couldn't pay me to be in that crowd. Absolutely not. My anxiety, no way. And this kid was there and he's like, my name's Gavin. I'm (laughs) seven. And they're like, this goes out to you. I was like, he's always going to remember this. And everyone was freaking out. There was a little girl behind us. I... I'm like horrible, like knowing kids ages, but I think she was like seven or eight. I don't know. But she was there in her little like um, earplugs and she was like dancing in the aisle. I was like, this is so cool. So it was just like everyone there was super respectful. This is the second time I've been to like a big time um, concert, like when I went to Kendrick too. So I was expecting some people being ratchet. No one was bothering me. Everyone stick to their their space, enjoyed the time. So if you guys have the opportunity to see them before they um, stop performing, please do. It was great. These guys are legends. So, yeah, it was cool. One of my friends went to that show and the camera work was really good. Like everything I saw, like the like their backdrop, like all the screens and the art and like everything, the videography, whatever. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. Like all their stuff looks so legit. I'm not very familiar with their music but I'm familiar with the name and know that they're legendary and you know literally rock gods so such a cool opportunity and it was like such a big show like it was cool also cool to see like everybody who was there like was in like different areas I was like looking at people's Instagram videos and stuff and it's like oh I'm seeing this from the other side or like from the back corner or from like closer in the 
on the left or whatever. So it was cool to see like the different perspectives of the show. And the pyrotechnics were like crazy. And it was at one point like you could feel the heat from all of the fire. And they had the pyrotechnics on the ground that were like sometimes it would do like trails. And then they'd have like the ones shooting up on the sides. And then they had obviously all of the seats to the directly to the side of the stage and behind were blocked off because people can't see the stage. Yeah. But on the ones like right where it was um, like flush with the stage there was just huge like boom and i was like this place is gonna catch on fire and i couldn't imagine like standing right next to him like you probably thought you're gonna die yeah but like do i still have eyebrows yeah it was it was awesome avenge sevenfold was really really good wow throwback it was crazy because i saw them and i was into them at a specific moment in time and in that time it was a very it was a very different sound for them so it was like when I saw them on the bill, I was like, oh, I don't know, because it was around that like whole good Charlotte. Remember when? Yeah, um, I saw them open up for somebody. It was around like the pop punk phase that was happening yeah. when we were in eight, like seventh and eighth grade. So a lot of the people to try to be a little bit more marketable were adding a lot of pop to their sound. And I really hated that with them. And so I was like, oh, I don't want to hear them. I don't want to waste my time. But it was very much like hardcore metal and i was like this is awesome so it was just everything i wanted and more so yeah that was my fix yay i'm glad you had a good time yeah and we got two more concerts coming up this month we're yes gonna see jadena you and guys can't go because we got all the tickets yeah. but we're going to jadena <laughs> oh my god i can't wait that's gonna be such a i can't wait to do the show after that because that's gonna be a really fun night like that whole day is just gonna be fun mm-hmm. we're gonna go and party it's gonna be a good good ass time yes and then the next show we're going to see thundercat like the thursday after i think tickets are still available at the brand new van buren so we will definitely give you guys our thoughts and reviews on the venue if you can go please support him he's awesome yeah thundercat is amazing and worth every penny and he's just like incredible live all right that brings us to the end of our show if you want to get in contact with us please do we would love to hear from you just email us at the at gmail.com that's the phx pod at gmail.com you can also follow us on social media at the fix pod we did that on purpose so you guys didn't even have to think about it just contact us we want to hear from you all right y'all talk next week all right bye-bye